Lesson 7 I call Trust Troubleshooting and Climbing Up the Trust Ladder. First, troubleshooting. Here's how I troubleshoot these three impediments to my trust in God, namely 1. Forgetfulness, 2. Ignorance, and 3. Confusion. My first task to troubleshooting trust is to overcome my forgetfulness. I can't achieve peace of mind and reliance on God if I forget about God's goodness, His infinite compassion, and His divine providence over every detail of my day-to-day life. Guess I need to go back and review Lesson 2, which lists Hashem's seven trustworthy traits, such as His compassion, omniscience, mastery, generosity, and omnipotence, etc. My second task to troubleshooting trust is to overcome my ignorance of his Torah and mitzvahs. In Lesson 3.4, we learn that obedience is required for my trust to work. In the Torah, God warns me to rely on him alone and to trust in him alone. Note, trusting in God, giving charity, and doing mitzvahs are ways to earn God's blessings. My third task to troubleshooting trust is to overcome my confusion, specifically about a subtle point that we discussed in Lesson 3, Big Point Number 1, causation. Let me clarify this point a little more. Here's the general principle. The closer the cause is to the outcome, the less of an ability that cause has to affecting the outcome, either positively or negatively. Conversely, the farther the cause is from the outcome, the more it has the ability to affect the outcome, both positively and negatively. For example, let's say the king gets upset at me and sentences me to punishment. How does the king go about getting me flogged anyway? First, the king commands his second-in-command, who in turn enlists the minister, his inferior, who then instructs the executive officer, who then manages the officer, who then appoints a taskmaster, who finally inflicts the actual punishment with a leather whip. The leather whip has the least power. In fact, it has no power whatsoever to either ease my pain nor to add to it. This is because the whip has no will at all and no free choice of its own at all. It doesn't make sense for me to cower in front of the whip or to beg the whip for mercy, right? Even though the whip is the closest cause for my imminent suffering. Ouch! The taskmaster has more power than the whip. The officer has more power than the taskmaster. The executive officer has more power than the officer. And the minister has more power than the executive officer. The second-in-command has more power than the minister. But the king has the most power of all. Because if the king wants, only he can pardon me. It is now apparent that the ability of the various causes to affect the outcome will be according to their reverse proximity to or distance from it. Since the creator, may he be blessed, is the ultimate cause and the most distant from all the causes, it is fitting to trust him and rely on him alone, due to his power alone, to help me or to cause me harm, as in the example. Just as in the example, it is the king who is the most distant from meeting out the punishment. He has the most power to change my predicament. So too, only God has the power to help a person. In my confusion, however, I mistakenly ascribe powers to other causes because of their proximity to me. Climbing the Ladder of Trust In general, my level of trust in God is based on my level of understanding of God's greatness and on the level of my belief in God's protection over me and in His constant care for my well-being. My betachon, trust, evolves from infancy onward in accordance with my understanding. Starting from level 1 to level 10, from lowest to highest, level 1. As a baby, I put my trust in my mother's milk. Level 2. As a child, I put my trust in my mother. Level 3. As I grow a little older, I put my trust in my father. Level 4. As a young adult, I put my trust in me, myself, and I, myself, and my strength. 
Here's a story that helps me demonstrate the problem with this point. I once had a neighbor who was a swift scribe. He earned his livelihood from the payment that he received for his writing. One day, my neighbor was asked, how are you faring? My neighbor, the scribe, replied, my situation is good. As long as my hand is in good shape. That very evening, his hand was crushed and he was unable to write for the rest of his life. Who am I to say? But it seems clear that God punished my neighbor, the scribe, for relying on his hand to provide for his livelihood. At level five, I put my trust in my boss, my paycheck, or the stock market. So far, as a level one to five truster, I'm putting my trust in man and not in God. Level six trust, I call frequent flyer trust. I rely on Hashem, but only for things that I can't control. Like, I'll remember to say Shema Yisrael when the plane takes off or when there's bumpy turbulence. Level 7 trust, easy does it trust. I begin relying on Hashem even for things that I can control. For example, if I could obtain my sustenance through dangerous means or with strenuous work that tires up my body or through a job that requires excessive travel, I won't engage in such jobs due to my trust in God that He will sustain me through easier means. Level 8 trust I call Rabbi Akiva trust. Everything God does is for the good. I rely on Hashem for everything. All that is done, God does for the good. I work as a means of serving God and observing His commandments. Level 9 trust I call Gamzu Latova. Even this is for the good trust. Then I accept with my heart and speech all that Hashem has decreed for me, both in public and private. I rejoice with everything that God does to me, even if it be the death of my relatives or their long life, be it poverty or wealth, health or illness. I desire nothing other than what God has chosen for me and only want what God wants for me. I give myself over to God and accept His judgment upon my soul and my body. I don't weigh a certain means of obtaining my needs as more effective than the other. As a result, I won't choose to involve myself in anything other than what I'm already engaging in. Such a level 9 truster would say, I never decided to do one thing and in my heart desired to engage in something else. Level 10 trust I call Alter Rebbe Trust. Ein od milvado. When my understanding of God develops even further, and I realize the purpose of my creation and of my entrance into this fleeting world, and I recognize the greatness of the world to come, which is eternal, I come to despise this world and all the worldly means through which I have strived to obtain its pleasures. I give myself over to God, may He be blessed with my thought, soul, and body. When I am alone and undisturbed by other people, I take pleasure when remembering my Creator, and I feel desolate when not pondering His greatness. When I am among people, I only desire to please my Creator by fulfilling His will, and I long for nothing other than an encounter with God. I am so happily preoccupied with my love of God that it stops me from rejoicing with other people who rejoice in the matters of this world. I am not even able to rejoice with the same ardor than the people in the world to come rejoice in their world to come. This is the greatest level of all levels that exist among those who trust in God. It is the level of the prophets, the pious ones, and the special individuals with pure hearts. These are the 10 levels of Betachon as we climb the ladder of trust. And every person who trusts will find himself on one of these levels. Level 1, I trust in my mother's milk. Level 2, I trust in my mother. Level 3, I trust in my father. Level 4, I trust in me, myself, and I. Level 5, I trust in my boss, my paycheck, or the stock market. Level 6, frequent flyer trust. Level 7, easy does it trust. Level 8, Rabbi Akiva trust. Level 9, Gamzula Tova trust. And level 10, Alter Rebbe trust. There are 10 different words in Hebrew that describe these levels of betachon, trust. 
which corresponds to the 10 levels, which mean trust, support, hope, refuge, anticipation, awaiting, reliance, dependence, help, and assurance. May God in His mercy place us among those who trust in Him and give themselves over to His judgment, both in public and in private. Amen. The gate of trust has been completed for God, who is the last and the first. <laughs>